This is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela. I'm a psychic medium and a witch and uh, not an advocate of eating fruit any longer. I should not be eating fruit. Oh, wow. This I is got a, a fruit this is float. A, wow. I mean, talk about uh, leading with the lead. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Some <laughs> hot tips coming at uh, you today. <laughs> I am. Uh, hello. My name is Ryan Singer. I am a stand-up comedian, paranormal investigator. And uh, well, you know what? Stand-up comedian on pause. Uh, you know, as Ooh. far as live performance goes, although I think I will, interrupted. Be, I will be performing live potentially this week. So really, yeah, outside at a parking lot in a, a comedy okay. club in Cincinnati, maybe. Um, okay. anyway, so thanks for listening to the show. Um, I'm coming from a new location for the yeah. first time, and patrons can see months. Ryan's got a whole new setup. Yeah, this is, um, I am a grown man who just moved back into his father's hey, basement. remember who you're talking to, like. <laughs> I, I am, uh, let me clarify, totally I am. My mother right now. I am visiting my uh, uh -huh. step-parents' basement uh, currently. Well, that's yeah. where I'm, uh, that's where I'm broadcasting from. So it's, it's been, uh, you know, I'm telling you what, I just want to put this out there for listeners who are worried about November. I've been driving around Dayton, Ohio, and Dayton, Ohio is a place where um, companies for decades have been doing product testing because it's like the place where you, you test the, the product to see what the whole country will think of something because it's that kind of city, right? It's one of those product the testing cities. The tastemakers. Right. Dayton, taste, Ohio, the tastemakers yeah, of, taste of the United States. Uh, of the mass-produced, of the mass-produced Some thought mainstream. it was Milan. Some <laughs> thought it was Paris, New York, Los Angeles. No, it's Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. So are people going to like this new ranch dressing? Let's test it in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> yes. So that's, uh, that's the kind of city this is. And I am seeing... <laughs> I'm driving around. Yesterday, I just drove around town just to kind of get a feel for the vibe, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And I saw, I went, I drove into nice neighborhoods. I drove into like, I guess, less expensive neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. We can say it that way. And um, it was, there was just as many Biden signs. Um, and Ohio is a, a conservative. They have a, a Republican Trump? governor. As oh, many. Yeah. Yeah, there's wow. Biden signs everywhere. There's even Republicans I've, for Biden signs. You told in me that I was so affluent neighborhoods. So it's like, I'm just saying, like, hey, put, I'm just putting it out there for people that you know mm. that is that's what I'm seeing here in town. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, what I drove through certain to? areas where you weren't seeing that on my drive across the country. Obviously, yeah. You know, um, the but, the thing is too. You know, many of us psychics have been seeing a bad thing in November, which you know, what would that be to us would be him winning. And that doesn't, spirit guides are saying all the time, it doesn't have to be that way. Nothing is decided, we decide. So please don't listen to Nay saying, please go vote. If we just swamp, like swamp, swarm the vote, I'm, or a swamp, I mean, that would work. A swamp of democratic voters, that's fine too. Um, yeah, also my God, how, all the podcasts that, like even Karen Rontowski's, all these fucking people get in there and they're mad if you're, this, Karen just had this person, she just posted it to her Instagram, who is pissed. Most of these people are like Trump supporters getting mad at woo people for being Democrat, which like, how the fuck are you woo and not? I mean, like, I want to see the planet survive. My source of magic, I would like to see it survive and thrive. How are you a fucking Republican? Um, and fine if you are, I hope you find your way into the light. Um, but 
they're, they get pissed at those of us who are obviously not Republicans. And, or, you know what, I should say too, there's a difference between Republicans and Trump supporters. There's a, there is, there are good, it's what you said with the, the Republicans for Biden. I mean, fuck yeah. So Karen gets this negative review from a faux fucking psychic, which, oh my God, don't get me started on this shit. And she's like, um, Karen said that the other side might be just as bad or maybe not as bad or something. And she's like, choosing not to decide is the same as not deciding or not, or not making it. And it's like, Karen is clearly voting for Biden. The fuck is wrong with you? But constantly I keep seeing reviews where people are pissed about election stuff. And that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I I got, uh, I got one recently on my other podcast. Try to listen to this, but it's too left wing. You stumbled yeah. into a woo podcast. Like, check yeah, yourself. I don't think there's ever been, I think the only question, at least from my own perspective, and I guess if it's not public, if that's not a public awareness for people who at least listen to my comedy or this podcast or mm-hmm. my other podcast, it's like the only question about my political stance is it's how left wing is he? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like communist, you know, like social. <laughs> Like, yeah, you I'm are. Not, it's not that I might be conservative. It's that I don't think capitalism needs to exist anymore in any shape or form. Right. Um, so it's like, you know, I'm sorry if you didn't pick that up. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, my first you, response was like, I wanted to respond to this guy like, hey, uh, I'm glad you took your hood down long enough to read, <laughs> uh, to read your keyboard. But I was like, you know what, you can't just equate. I can't just do that. You know what I mean? Because that's part of the problem. Like I can't just equate mm-hmm. someone who's got conservative values when it comes to their religious and they don't, because it is true. I was reading this article this morning about the U.S. national debt is going to be larger than for the first time, I think ever. It's good. The first time ever. It's, it's like $82,000 yeah. per Well, we're US printing says. money that we don't right? have. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, which we have to do right now to get people through the pandemic because of the, you know, everything shut down. But, and yeah. so future generations have to pay this back. I do understand that. Like, right. The debt we're accruing now has to be paid back by the future. Or we all just kind of get together in a worldwide symposium uh-huh. and say, how about we just forgive everybody's debt? Huh? Guys, then- I don't want to like, I don't want to get the spending irresponsible spending but the vibe I've been getting for a while is a lot is going to be forgiven. Like, why don't we just all, why don't we just lot. forgive all the debt? And then some people, are like, yeah, well, I'm owed all That's that. That's coming. But I'm owed all that. The people who are owed that stuff don't want the forgiveness, right? And it's an interesting thing, too, because people who have paid their college loans back, they don't want people to get their college loans forgiven because it's like, yeah. it's like well, not all of them, but it's that mentality of, hey, I, I paid for this that person should have to as well. But yeah. anyway, oh, I got to tell you about these magical things that happened when I was yes. uh, traveling. You just drove across the country. Well, I told you where I stopped and I just happened to be like checking out neighborhoods, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know what's going on with this. It's like TBD. Mm-hmm. And I'll know more later today um, because this one particular house that I was really just amped up about because of all these is things it, has an offer you- on it. The one you texted me? Uh, yeah, but uh, there's an offer in on this house right now. So oh, so it might not even be around. And if, if these people are smart, it won't be around for me to scoop up later. But um, potentially. So I go mm-hmm. to this town where I got some friends who live, and it's just beautiful there. And um, 
uh, we're checking out all these neighborhoods and I'm, I'm marking off neighborhoods. I'm like, oh, this really is in the middle of nowhere. I wouldn't want to live here. So I kind of mark off these certain areas that I've been looking at online obsessively for five months. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like, it's almost like I'm walking up to these houses. Like I'm seeing a celebrity for the first time and I've been watching uh-huh. all their movies. I walk up to this house. I'm like, is it really you? you know? <laughs> I'm like house struck by these uh, homes. And so then uh, we're looking at these cute little houses everywhere, super cheap houses. We're talking like $100,000 or below. That's like the range I'm looking at. And all of a sudden, we're just driving around the neighborhoods because that's a good way to get a vibe too. And I see we drive by this one and I notice on Zillow, I'm like, oh, there's, I had my settings set too high to where I was like the minimum lot size I wanted was a quarter of an acre. So I wanted a yard where people could play cornhole and, you know, we could uh, grill out, you know, have like yard parties, right? Slip and slide. Exactly. So I changed that to just whatever, a normal lot size or whatever. And boom, this one house pops up and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. So we drive Mm -hmm. by it. And as we're driving by it, we, we stop and the fence gate is open and there is just I would argue, I don't know the ages of cats um, by looking at them, but I know this was not a full-grown cat. It was a stray... Baby cat. Baby black cat. Oh, God, Ryan, you were supposed to get that cat. sitting in the side yard, and it's just sitting there staring at me. So I go, stop the car, stop the car, and we stop the car, and I'm like, I'm going to take a... Let's see if this cat wants me to uh, buy this house, and if it will, (laughs) it will just sit here and let me take its photo and stuff. And so I zoom in and it's just staring like directly into my eyeballs. Uh-huh. And I, so I take a couple photos and I just yell out the window, I'm going to name you Puzzles and I'll leave food out for you. And so this Puzzles? cat's name is Puzzles. What a great pet name. So um, this cat is named You're Puzzles. ready, Ryan. You're ready to be a pet owner, a homeowner. Yeah. And so then we drive down the block and there's this little park like one block away from this house, which also has a bluff that overlooks this the Tennessee river. So it was just beautiful, right? This in like one block away. And then I see the giant fairy circle in the grass. And so I'm like, you got to stop the car. I got to take a photo of this fairy circle. What was it made of? Of mushrooms. Oh yeah. Okay. And so uh, we get out of the car and I'm taking photos of this big ass fairy circle. And there's this woman there with her young daughter and their dog running around. And, um, and the dog looks like a standard poodle, like a dog I had when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all black, but it has like a white beard and like a white tail. So it's really cool looking. And I go, oh, cool. I love your dog. Is that a, a standard poodle? And the woman goes, no, it's a Bernie something mix. Like I guess a Bernie's mountain dog, but they call it Bernie something mix. Uh, or Bernie poodle mix or something. And I was like, oh, what? And she's like, it's a Bernie poodle mix. And I go, oh, so this dog loves free health care. I love dogs like that. <laughs> That's a good and, she, and she laughs. <laughs> and then she comes over and there's three of us there because I had three of my friends. My one friend joined us later, but I had three of my friends with me as I was walking because it was my first time doing an open house. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know what I was doing really. So, um, and we start talking. She's like, uh, where, are y'all from around here? And we're just like, oh, no. My buddy Sid is like, oh, no, my buddy's going to buy a house in the neighborhood maybe. And uh, she goes, oh, which one? I was like, oh, this brick house right over there. And she goes, oh, my God, that's my mom's house. 
And wow. we're like, what? And she goes, I've lived in that house. That's my mom's house. There's a fig tree in the yard. I used to make jelly from uh, every year on the figs on that tree. And she's telling us all this. And I'm just like, oh my God, what are the chances? We're all just looking at each other like, what are the chances? Yeah. I see that black cat. We see the fairy circle. Now I meet the daughter of the owner of the home. And so then we go back to the house and we walk around it with the realtor and all this great. And it's just a cool, it's an amazing it has like a funky kind of um, not intimidating kind of American Gothic vibe. Yeah, definitely. It's like a brick Tudor house mm. uh, on the river almost. And it's got, it's already got a sage bush. It's oh. got a sage bush already growing. You know, uh, that's a good sign if sage is thriving there. Uh, so my friends and I were just there and we're just like, and then my buddy Sid finally was like, Hey, let's go back to my house and regroup after a minute. And, uh, Cause I was just getting ready to say some things I shouldn't be saying at this place. And so then we left, but uh, it's like, you know, I've never had that kind of synchronicity, those kind of mm -hmm. synchronicity. I was so jazzed up uh, when all this was going on that I literally was probably two minutes away from like making promises that I might not have been able to keep, you know, at, yeah. in that moment. So I was, you know, so I'm, I'm glad my buddy, my, I think my buddy Sid well, saw that happening. So he's like, I got to get him. Uh -huh. I got to get yes. him out of here. Well, and on the full moon, it's so funny too, because sometimes I get annoyed. Like they step in and they give me messages for you first. Like I have to wade through your fucking shit before I That's get That's so mine. funny to me. But yeah. like, I apologize. It, you know. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, our guides, but also because we're a soul cluster, we're part of a soul cluster. And so I think like we get overlap, you know, so sometimes they're just like, hey, don't forget, tell him this, tell him this. It feels almost like my mom telling me like, your little brother needs you to do this and this. But um, I, uh, yeah, I was meditating in the tub. I was journeying, I guess, because I had the shamanic drumming on and boom, immediately. For you, I usually see... I need to be writing this stuff down because this one was a little bit different, but I see a crab instantly and I'm like, oh great, this is going to be about fucking Ryan. And then I see, um, I think it was, it might've been Diana. I can't remember, but somebody took a bow and arrow and shot it at the moon in your Sag moon. And I was like, okay, what is it? And then they started showing me Capricorn stuff, which is your opposite, the opposite of cancer. And, um, and I was like, he needs to do the opposite of what he'd usually do. And they were like, ding, ding, ding. And then they let me go right away. So <laughs> I was like, okay. But yeah, I told you, I texted that to you and you were like, the usual me would have probably bought that house, but I'm doing things the opposite. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like, but then another part of me thinks, well, the usual me would be like, get really excited about something like that. And then um, veer away from a serious commitment right yeah maybe i don't know you've been really into this for a, a while now so but yeah i also think you know what you know what to do um and i also got other things i mean it's also because of the pandemic and income qu yes. questions about income and things like that it, it makes it a little more dicey for me to next year to man i got my eye like on real estate they keep telling me i can go back to la and buy something and i didn't believe them and man you guys witchcraft is fucking real because some shit came through for me that I can't talk about, but I'm like, wow, maybe I can buy a house in East LA for, or maybe a condo. I don't know, whatever to own and not rent is the dream. Really. If I got to live in a building with other people, so be it. But man, next year, the money, it's just all this shit is going to keep dropping. Everything's going to get cheap. And, and it's a funny thing also. too. Like um, what I always forget. And a friend of mine always reminds me of most people are, operating from a joint 
perspective when it comes to this kind of thing where they have a dual income or something. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm looking at all these places and I'm like, how can I pay for all that? Right. And then, but, and then I'm like, how do people do that? But then I forget that most people are going in with two, two people who are working. Yeah. I got a really great download. Um, So I've been working with Lilith. I also got to tell you about Sasquatches. I got some big fucking information on them. When I give readings, I often see aliens with people and I saw my first Sasquatch, um, but I have to, this is some crazy fairy shit. First, I want to talk about uh, working with Lilith for a second. Um, she is, because like I love, my most favorite female of all time is probably Kunk, that, that Cuban, just, just natural witch who is moving to California eventually, much to my delight with her babies and double Virgo man. Um, but she is so fucking dark and my spirit guides were like, this is too much. You can't, you can't handle this. This is too much. This is too much pain in this lifetime. And it was hard to come out of all the things that I did choose to be fucked up over and get the damage I chose was a lot. She chose the same amount. And and I'm not sure, I'm not keen on the phrase twin flame. If it is real, it is mostly misused by people. Um, but she is like the closest thing I would say I've ever experienced to that. Um, just because there's so much similarity. But then I was the optimist and she's like the very negative dark version of what I am. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, Lilith. Well, can okay, I say, so- well, real quick on mm-hmm. the twin flame thing. It is interesting because from all the stuff that I've like tried to dig into on all these twin, all the twin flame stuff, it is very often that like when, I think when some people hear twin flame, they think, oh, like, oh, we're supposed to be together forever. Many times twin flames can't handle to be around each other. They can't handle it. Many times twin flames are like incredibly drawn to each other, but they aren't good for each other. Do you know yeah. where it came from, Ryan? What, where, who started saying it? Like the, ori- obviously not- uh, the origin, I, I can't think yeah. of it off the top of my mind now, but anyway. Maybe it's a millennial thing, who knows? No, it's <laughs> been around for a while. Shit. No, it's been around for a long time. <laughs> I need but, to research uh, it. I'm going to do, I'm going to come at you guys with a shit ton of really heavy Lilith stuff soon. I'm just still in the middle of it um, and tell you how to work with her and some more about her. But like, she is fun. She is dark. She is sexy. She is like the wild friend who gets on the bar and dances and hypnotizes everybody and then gets in a fight in the parking lot. Like Lilith is fucking amazing. She's just still like, not, I, I just haven't like, we haven't found our, our groove yet. But when I started channeling her, uh, I saw all these little like red Cherubian devils and they were both they were angels and they were devils and they were dancing they showed me something so far she's trying to she's she's trying to get me over some stuff and through some things that i really have been holding on to stupidly and stubbornly i shouldn't say stupidly one of them she showed me a um a stage and spelled out the word stage which sometimes they'll spell things out and showed me, me in a courtroom litigating like a civil rights attorney and told me if I don't get the performing arts out of my system in this lifetime, I don't get to do the thing I'm supposed to do in the next life. I'll fuck it up. 
I'll try to be another, I'll try to be a musical theater actress again or some dumb shit. So not that that's dumb. I love it. I love it. But like, I am supposed to be a 33 next time and I am supposed to fight for civil rights and I'm supposed to, and I'm going to be such a good lawyer in my next life. Like I just, I felt this for years now that that's the next path, but I probably need to go figure out how to sing and dance on stage for a minute, which is going to be really interesting. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but I have to get it out of my system. And it's not just like, like Sarah told me, I'll settle when I find a way to shine. Like I needed to be, I needed to have a spotlight is what she told me. And then I would settle down. And we started the podcast and that's been great. That's been very fulfilling in that sense. And I never want to leave LA, but I understand that my next lifetime is going to be, they better give me some earth placements. I got to come in with lots of Virgo again, I think, but I think I'm wrong about that actually. Probably Capricorn Taurus, who knows? But um. I have got to figure this out. I've got to like figure out how to get this out of my system. Not by just like giving up on it. Like I actually have to go do it. But the other thing, the big download she gave me one day, she said, love is not supposed to be obsession and you confuse love and obsession. And holy shit. Like if a man is not obsessed with me, I rule him out. What the fuck? That's some Leo moon, Venus and Scorpio bullshit. Now, nobody could have ever said that to me and made it, made me hear it except fucking goddess, I guess. But it's also one of the most obvious problems I've had my whole life is that I only consider men who are willing to like, I don't know, crawl, Belly deep through hell, that lyric from um, <laughs> Angela, you are my life. <laughs> you are my spirit. You are my source of fuel and hope. And seriously. Joy. I live and yeah. I die for you, Angela. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that is my twist. I die for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the best relationship I ever had with that Gemini who was a cheater, um, we didn't do that. Like I knew because he and Gemini. When you get close to the Gemini, they show you their vulnerability and it's like, holy shit. Gemini can be very insecure. It's just hard. It's hard to be ruled by Mercury, I think. But um, when I saw his insecurity and I saw that he needed me, like I was the thing that gave him pride. I was a big thing that he was super proud of. I really loved it. I was like, oh, you fucking need me. And this is fucked up, but I have demanded a level of work and worship from partners. And I mean, I really took some time here to get my shit together before I partner up again. But I know that the next partner, uh, hope, hoping the last partner, he's not like that. He's gonna love me. He's not gonna need anyone. And I'm this, I am the same person. I don't need anyone. So why am I, why have I been asking for this? Like, what the fuck? It's just a problem. It's a problem that Lilith showed up to work on, called me out on. I just feel like, I think because of my last life, because I was so neglected and cheated on like crazy by that same motherfucker who I was with in this lifetime. I think I just wanted to know what it was to have men be totally fucking insane over me like the opposite of that someone yeah. who yeah um obsessed that makes sense 
And oh. that's how I ended up in a shitty fucking marriage. You know, my first husband wasn't like that. He was in love with me. I had to work for him, which I always forget about. But um, yeah, this Lilith stuff, man, you guys. Um, and like I said, I'm going to teach everybody how to do it because she's, she's something. I mean, it's funny because it's almost like, you know, goddess energy is intense, but it's almost like if Hakate was into sex, but also kind of like burn it to the ground. So Lilith is like, God, I just feel like, also I understand now why Hakate made me devote myself to her before I worked with Lilith. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm really feeling Lilith. But now I'm already, I'm already in a relationship. We're just, this is casual. This is just a, <laughs> a this is just where you, an outlet for you to get to your, uh, Get your, get your swing on. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll yeah. come back and we'll talk more about that. Okay. We're back. We're I want to talk about, about my squirrel. You want to talk about your squirrel, the Instagram videos mm-hmm. of the squirrel climbing up you and- Climbing my um, body. I haven't posted this one yet that's really long where she just like sits with me and lets me, and I pet her like this, like a little bird, like with my finger, just- I get your pet. Yeah. She's so special. She's, um, I got up early this morning. I went to bed. I ate all that fruit. My stomach was a mess. Oh, that's right. We got to talk about this whole fruit thing because I'm like such a (sighs) fruit person. Oh God. I'm not, I am not. I'm just not good at sugar. Don't you just like, don't you just love eating water, so much watermelon that you have to like shit yourself? You know what? Watermelon like, is fun? pretty low sugar. Yeah, I do love to eat a lot of watermelon and have diarrhea. I enjoy it. But yesterday I made white sangria. You can turn yourself into a BB gun if you eat the seed. <laughs> That's true. I ate a bunch of mango and raspberries in white sangria. And then last night my stomach was killing me. And I had a lot of rage. I had a lot of rage. Mango and makes you rage? Rageful? No, no. Anyway, I was going to say, I go out this morning because Penny, squirrel, she's been hiding. She's, she's trying to get her babies to come out of the nest. So she's been stingy with her love. Well, two days I didn't see her and I started freaking out. And I was going to go for a walk and I just kept imagining like coming on her coming upon her dead body in the road and how I would have to just like lie down you, and die. This is like actually giving me like a lot of insight into like my, my own mother's behavior uh, yeah. as she, you know, as she goes into retirement and begins to worry about the safety of her own children. Yeah. Yeah. After she's yeah. gone, after she's gone. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that, Ryan. It is like that. The love I have for her is so fucking maternal. Um, also there are no coincidences. Like I was in bed for two days after Dolly died. And the moment I get out of bed, Penny's outside. I go out there in my pajamas the first time I meet her. And she's like, hi, I'm here for you. Hey, I was sent for you. Like seriously, her fucking whole demeanor. So a big lesson that I know they're teaching me with her is trust. And I hadn't seen her for two days. I go outside yesterday and I'm calling and she comes running across the street for some fucking reason. So, you know, I got all these witch jars buried around here. I got to go, I got to start taking them down and burying them down the street in the middle of the night because she's down there. She's not even living where the witch jars are anymore. She's outside of the protection zone, which also they're like, it's okay. It's okay. Yesterday I was like, this is my fault. I should have been burying jars of my blood everywhere. And I just did it here. So she comes running over. She's totally happy. She's totally fine. 
this morning I go out really early and she runs right up to me and climbs me. I just posted this to stories, climbs me. And I get this message of this is when you're supposed to be up. Cause I will stay in, I mean, I stay up really late and then I lie in bed and we're all going through it. And this is not great. But today the squirrel fucking told me <laughs> like, like this is our time. You're supposed to be here in the morning, not at night. So it was a delight. Oh my God, Ryan. Also I go for that. I give her some nuts. I go for my big walk. I, I walk back. It's like an hour later and I'm walking up on the house and I see this small brown thing like in the grass and I'm thinking my eyesight is shit and I didn't have my glasses on. And I'm like, is that Penny just sitting in the grass in the shade watching me? And I'm like, no, it's probably debris from a tree. And as I get closer, she's just sitting there watching me. She's wondering if it's really me. And then she comes running up and jumps on me. She sat in the fucking grass and waited for me to come home. And then it was so hot and I was pretty dehydrated because like I said, I ate a lot of fruit, wink, wink. So <laughs> I take a handful of nuts out and I put them outside for it. And I'm like, I can't hang out in the heat anymore. She just left them. She didn't even take the nuts. She just went back up her tree. She just wanted to see me. Now that's real. That's some, that's how you know it's real. When it's, when the food is no longer what she wants. Yeah. And she's, uh, yeah, that's, well, that's pretty cool. And I had this like weird insight like a while ago where, um, for example, like I had a friend who I thought wasn't doing enough with their God-given ability, right? Mm, um, uh-huh. You know, like with how talented they were uh, or I know them to be. And I was like, oh, man, if they just did a little more, I mean, like the world would see it, right? And then yeah. but there's but there's always somebody down that line, right, who thinks – there's probably someone who thinks, oh, wow, if Ryan did more, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. talent, you know, then the world would see it. And then there's someone outside of them who thinks, uh, man, if they did more, they, you know, the, so it's, it's always a matter of perspective and it's a never ending river, right? Yeah. One of my favorite musicians just released this great song called Rivers. And um, it really just kind of blew me open yesterday as I was listening to it. And, and, you know, rivers are all these different things, but like in the song, not specifically what I'm saying here, but, and like, it was like, don't, don't get fooled, um, you know, by going down these or getting sucked into these other rivers that don't exist. And, um, but like, it's, it's always a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Yeah. And, and we want, it's just like what I'm saying about this fucking squirrel driving me nuts. I want to protect everyone I love. And this is my Leo moon. This is my Venus in Scorpio. I am, I go mama bear on people I love, you know, and it's exhausting. And people are supposed, people have different soul contracts and different paths. Look at all the fucking damage I chose. God, also speaking of like even um, Sarah just sent out an email, so I feel like I can talk about this, but um, Sarah Goff, my, our good friend and um, shamanic healer, she kept messaging me. We were, we were texting, we were talking, and she was like, what's coming in September? And I, I just feel this. And I was like, I don't feel anything for September. I don't feel anything till November and probably January, you guys, honestly, it's, we got some shit coming. But um I kept telling her I don't feel anything. And then I wake up to this message from her that she sent super early. Her partner's brother had been killed in a car accident just a few days ago. And 
She's like, now I know. And the horrible thing, and we haven't really talked a lot about it or anything, but to be intuitive and know something bad is going to happen, but not be able to know what it is. This is probably when his contract was up, you know, and this is probably something he decided, but now she has to look at all these people she love, she loves in pain. And, and, you know, he was a great guy. His little boy was uh, like, I met him. They were good, loving people. And they're the kind of people you don't want to see leave. And, you know, this is the hard thing about being intuitive and knowing things and like, you're not even going to stay together anyway. Why are you ending our friendship over an asshole? You know, like, it doesn't matter. This is for now. This is all just temporary. Every fucking thing. Love is temporary. Friendships are temporary. Every, this lifetime is temporary. It's that old, um, I don't know. I think it's, there's some adage about when people say, I don't want to get a tattoo. It's too permanent. How permanent do you think you are? You know? <laughs> Not that I have any tattoos. I'm just too indecisive. I guess that is a very temporary permanence. Mm-hmm. So I should just go out and get a bunch of tattoos right now. I kind of want to get tattoos. That just kind of made me realize like, oh, I should just go. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is some sad moon right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always been like, it's funny because someone told me once and I did this for a while. This was um, not that long ago, maybe six years ago, seven years ago. They're like, well, if you really want a tattoo, just draw that thing on your body uh, for a year. And then um, <gasps> if you, you still, if you still like it after a year, then you should get that tattoo. And so then I had all these different colored Sharpies. And so I had like, Oh a, my God. This is I had like a six a month story. I had six month period where I was just markering my body. Like, <laughs> my body. well, the right side of my body because I'm left-handed. Right. So uh-huh. it would always be on the, the right side of my body where I was drawing all this stuff. And I loved it. I love just like, you know, using all these different colored Sharpies mm. to draw things on my, my body. And then and then I guess one day I just forgot to do it and just never did it again. But it definitely was not a year. Um, uh, but, uh, oh, it's the, it's the sun from the Brian Wilson Smile album is the Ooh. tattoo I was thinking about getting. But uh, where it just says smile inside of it. But um, I got to tell, tell you about Sasquatch. Don't let me forget. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about that now because we're at like yeah, know, we're 45 at, minutes. Okay. So, so um, I have had the pleasure of reading this person who has a very strong fae connection. I did a past life for him and um, it was really weird. It, it, sometimes when I do past lives, um, I see a place that's not here, you know, like, like alien stuff. I mean, there's, we're for sure getting around. Usually I just see the lifetimes here because those are the most recent for people. Um, he has access to this place and I have to be careful because people, people, aliens, Sasquatch, everybody keeps trying to access this place. It is, they told me, I've seen it twice now when I read him. It is like a um, fountain of youth type place. It is a blueprint for what every, for what forests are. It's preserved and it's hidden and it used to be accessible on this planet. Like you could actually go to this place and it was just there. It feels kind of like, um, I think I, I think I was getting a vibe for it being in France. Felt like very much related to Joan of Arc and the forest where her fairies were, which is in the book that Mark Twain wrote about her amazing chapter on fairies. <clears throat> um, 
it's, it has like a caretaker who's a fairy. And when you go there, it just felt like there was velvet rope in front of everything. I can get in, which I, I have, my fae feel like family. Like my fae feel like, like, not like, I'm like, is this like a Sookie Stackhouse thing from True Blood? Like, am I part fae? I'll never let in hurt you, Sookie. Sookie, I'll never let any harm like, come to why? you. Why? Sookie, Sookie. Even when, even when I see the, the fae with him, he feels, because I see fae with people and they just feel like they're with them. But like my fae feel like family, his fae feel like they're related to him in a way too. And um, when I was seeing the place, I see aliens really want to get to it. It is a, it, a, a an exclusive spot that it's a hot spot. you just... It is, but I've never seen a Sasquatch in a reading. I've never seen Sasquatch stuff. And I told you I have that one psychic friend who asked me what had happened to you, and I started to tell her, and um, she said, no, it was Sasquatch. Because I know, I know you think it might be something else, but I, I'm like, no, it's Sasquatch when you, when you first told it. She said it was asking for help. Like it knew that you were intuitive. It, it, they're sensitive, but they're like, they're dying off or something. So I, I really liked what she was saying. It felt really right to me too. <clears throat> then I'm seeing this place and I see a Sasquatch peeking and trying to see if they can see through me where it is. So Sasquatch want to get there almost like if they can get there, if they can get in, they'll be preserved too. I believe this place is being kept so that when fucking morons with their fucking dumbass gender reveal parties destroy all the trees, which you know that's happening right now, right? In California, did you see this? Oh my I God. Did. I did see that. <clears throat> so put people in prison for that too, please, please. Um, there need to be consequences. Um, so... I feel like when all the forests are gone, we have this. And for this, the, well, this prototype. Well, yeah. well, just real quick, there is, you know, the states or the government, they do hold people accountable who are directly responsible for starting these huge wildfires. Because there's like, there's a story of an older, an elderly couple who was, uh, dry, they were towing a trailer on the highway and like one of the wheels or something happened where like their sparks started a wildfire. They didn't realize it though, cause it was behind them. Uh, and, and they got a bill in the mail for like $1.7 million or something for start. They, wow. tra they traced it back to these people and they said, God, you owe us like a little point. fucked up, but yeah. Right. They're but not, they're not burning fucking fireworks or something near trees. They That's didn't even know sad. it had happened, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, so they do try to hold people accountable for the ones who start. I hope these, these gender things. reveal motherfuckers go down. This is, you are a danger. You know about fires in California. Why are you out there with your dumbass explosives? Anybody in California knows not to be blowing anything up during the summer yeah. or, or really any other time. But anyway, what were you, so you were yeah. saying, so, so this place, um, I do have very good vibes about the future of the planet, which I used to think it was ending. And now I'm like, oh no, it's a lot of us have to go. And this is also why these very special babies keep coming in. Honestly, all the babies I've been meeting are fucking indigo. They're a form of indigo. They're not the same indigo as me. They're different, but there's some, there's something they're coming in and they are not going to fuck around. They're not, they're going to have zero tolerance for the shit. It's going to be great. They're going to save the planet 
I'm like pro breeding right now. So um, even though a lot of people need to die too, because the planet cannot sustain all these uh, bodies, but this place, this forest, it's like to access it gives you life. Like, like if I, if cancer is in my contract and I get cancer and I got to work on healing myself, I will absolutely fucking journey here and I will spend every day here. It is something like Ryan, it's like the, the climate is like moist, like, like a humidity that feels more like, um, like it's a wet heat. It's, it's not like, it's not hot. It's just like, um, preserving. It feels like a cocoon. Like, like, like it, when like, people poke tiny little holes in hoses and hang them over things and they, they yeah. spritz. It's yep. like a spritz. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, the, the grass is like a moss, like it's all soft. You can't, you can't really put shoes on and walk around in there. Like you, it's all, um, I don't, it's very, like sounds pristine. very comfortable. Yeah. It was very cool. But then the fact that I saw this sad fucking Sasquatch, like, where is this? Please help us get there. And they're not letting them in. Like, I don't know. I feel like only Faye can go in. There's probably other people or, you know, Faye related things, but it felt crazy exclusive. Is this an interdimensional bunker? Yeah. um, That you're describing? Yeah, I think it is. I really do. It's like, the trees oh and one of the trees had a great big third eye like there is ancient shit here and i'm just so glad because it does feel like the world is burning <laughs> but i guess we have you know little things like this set aside for a rainy day and it used to exist and it had to go hide itself because man is destroying the planet hmm. the it, yeah, it makes me wonder like i, I mean I don't know all the numbers and all that other good stuff, but I do know that there's so much waste, uh, you know, that we are responsible, mm-hmm. that we could feed everyone on the planet. We could house everyone yeah. on the planet that as it stands right now yeah. um, with all the space, with all the resources that we currently have and yeah. that um, we can, you know, we can change over to natural energy sources and yeah. provide electricity for everyone on the planet. Mm-hmm which yeah. therefore gives them water filtration, uh, you know, and there is, you know, just everyone could do, we could do it for everybody if we really yeah. wanted to. And the way the system is built is, I don't know, it's just so ingrained into so many people, so many of our minds that it's, it's like a really dramatic overhaul that almost mm-hmm. takes, it almost takes one of these kind of like aha moments of like, oh, the world is round. Or the earth, yeah. the earth revolves around the sun, not the yeah. universe revolves around the earth. It's one of these like really paradigm shifting moments that yeah. people need would people would need to have right to understand that you know oh black lives matter yeah that's oh my god it's like, I'm so glad you got it's like a yeah, such a simple me. it's a simple thing to you know wrap your yeah. brain around when when you have that, that perspective of you know when you can take totality into into view. I um I actually would love to mention real quick, you guys, if you go to, so Elijah McLean, like, I can't fucking stand this story. I cannot fucking take it. I wake up every day and I feel like I'm going to go crazy because of it. And like, he was just this 
precious, special person. And I know, I know why it was him. He is supposed to be martyred, but motherfuckers, nobody's martyring him. And yes, Brianna Taylor. Yes. Like everybody, everybody, but I am begging you guys, you can do this thing. It's, um, it's, it's, it's on Instagram, Justice for Elijah McLean. But there is, they have this amazing thing set up where I, I wrote all these letters the other day. I was just, I felt like I was going crazy. I sat and I wrote all these letters on behalf of Brianna Taylor, all these letters on behalf of Elijah McLean, used up all my mom's fucking envelopes where we had to buy another box of envelopes. But there is um, this super cool, okay, it's through change.org. If you just, if you just Google this, you'll find it. They have set up an automated system every single day. You click this, um, start your call. You put your phone in, it calls you. It's all automated. You, they go boop, boop, boop. You go through every voicemail box and you just say, I'm fucking appalled that his killers are still working and have been right. Whatever. You don't have to scream. I am, I'm doing it in all different ways, but also do whatever the fuck you need to do because you're probably going insane too. I feel like I cannot live where this is okay. I cannot fucking tolerate it. Don't tolerate this. So please call. I realize letter writing. You can also do emails, but brilliant, compassionate people have set up systems where you don't even have to do anything. You just push this button and I'm calling every day. I leave messages for these motherfuckers every day. And um, I don't tell them I don't live in Colorado. I don't think it cares. I don't think they care, but I did write these crazy. I wrote them with my hand and I didn't type them and print them. I wrote these crazy letters with my hand in all caps. The world is watching. Like I was like losing my mind writing these letters, but I did feel better. But then the next day I was like, well, I have to do it again. I have to do it again. So then I sent emails and sometimes they bounce back, but these calls, please flood their inbox. You don't have to talk to anybody. They give you a little script. You can just say, why have his, why are his killers still working? Why haven't, why haven't they been arrested? What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's just a voicemail. You can do it every day before you get out of bed. It took me less than two minutes to go through all the voicemail boxes. I don't even remember how many there are, but before I get out of bed, I go do, do, do. I hit the button, bump up, 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 go through, leave all the messages. Let's bombard these people. We cannot let a single soul be forgotten or lost right now. Like, fuck yeah, Black Lives Matter, but what are you doing about it? I don't care how many times you post it to your Instagram stories. What are you actually doing? This doesn't cost you a dime. Like, please, please take action. This is a time of action. Sun is in Virgo. You know, we're, we're like all doing stuff again. If you can do this every day before you get out of bed, like me, or whatever. If like, if, if Brianna Taylor resonates with you more, I'm probably going to start doing her too. Like, and then I'm, you know, 15 minutes in bed calling every, on behalf of all the murdered people so far, like in the last year, fucked up you guys. I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm sick of it. I cannot stand, I cannot stand that this is still happening. And this is how black people have been feeling for hundreds of years. And yes. so it's, you know, I mean, I'll put the link in the show notes too. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to have that in the show notes. And Ugh. You know, and the fact that Black Lives Matter has been painted as a terrorist organization yeah. by, you know, the, the far right and the, you know, <laughs> yeah. conservative. It's, it just, it's the exact same, it's, it's the same process that, you know, Dr. King and other progressive movements have, have faced um, mm -hmm. when they are going against the structure. And there's something interesting about that too, as far as 
you know, people love structure and, you know, the paranormal and magic and, you know, uh, great reform is Mm -hmm. inherently Mm -hmm. anti-structure because it's trying to tear down and replace with a better structure, the structure that already exists and structure just inherently by its nature refuses to change because it it goes against its nature of of holding something together. And so it it takes a great effort and with passion and emotion to to do such things. Um, yeah, and this is nothing. This is literally, literally the least you can do. It is such a small thing. I'm not asking you to go out and protest. Just flood these voicemail boxes. Literally the least thing you can do. I am using literally correctly, unlike most people. And you can even think of it in in like a macro micro way too, because when it comes to trying to change the pathways of our mind, the way we think, Mm -hmm. our ability to lean into manifestation Mm -hmm. and, you know, just kind of changing, uh, changing our reality and our lives through, you know, it's, you know, there's practice that is involved and it, it starts with like an excitement or an emotion, right? And that's Mm -hmm. the spark that we need. And to get the, you know, the machinations moving on it and, and getting it to take place. And then you can actually see real change um, yeah. uh, in your yeah. lives, in the world around you, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. We have to like, like taking your multivitamin. Okay. Took that, took care of my body today. What am I going to do for Black Lives Matter? How am I going to change the world? This tiny little thing I recycled. Okay. Helped the planet. These tiny little things, just work them into your daily routine. Please. I took that big sweaty walk thinking I was going to like wind down and man, I did not. <laughs> just got y'all jacked and stoked and yoked. The, uh... Oh my God. Also Lovecraft Country. Have you watched this yet, Ryan? I told no, you. What, it, what, right? What's it on? HBO. I don't Everybody, have HBO currently, but it's uh, worth it. Whatever it costs. If HBO was a hundred dollars a month right now, I'd be paying it. That is, and the vow. Oh my God. There's a cult. And the first it's, it's every Sunday, these episodes come out. So you can't binge it but you can watch them multiple times, which have I watched the episode of Lovecraft Country where the two hottest people I've seen on television in years hook up? Yes. Do I love to watch hot people have sex? Yes. It's phenomenal. This show is so good. It's, um, it'll definitely make you mad and probably make you a little bit active with Black Lives Matter, I hope. Um, but The Vow is about this cult and it's one of those um, like celebrity cults where they recruit beautiful, famous people. And the first episode, I'm like, I don't know. This cult sounds great. <laughs> like you're on board. You're like, this is actually reasonable. <laughs> yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, and of course, you know, it's by design. But then by the second episode, you're like, what the fuck? It's Shit goes so off the rails. fun. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I'll have to, maybe, maybe I'll have to look into getting HBO soon here. Um, you know, I'm kind of cutting costs you. right now as I save up for my down payment. Um, yeah. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you my login. I thought you were going to say, I'll give you all my money. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the day (laughs) well cool well let's do a drawing aren't we doing a drawing? oh yeah yeah okay i'm picking a winner here's the bag you can hear it guys if you um have written a five-star review you have to write it so we can see your name on there um send us a screenshot and i put your name in this bag and then we pull one every month for a reading who's this okay the winner is oh gory michael art i've read you before michael right Greg, what's your name in real life? I think your name is Greg. Do you know who this is? He's in our Facebook group. Um, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I've read him already. So um, here's well, the thing. Well, winner sure went chicken dinner. I mean, that's a... Uh... <laughs> okay, um, so... So here's something, you guys. When I 
pull these, you have to get in touch with us within a month. Like if you hear yourself be called and you're catching up on episodes two months later, that's, that's not going to fly. You have to do, you have to be a regular listener to win this stuff. Um, so please listen to the end of podcasts to, to hear winners. So yeah. Um, send me a message and, um, I'll send you a code to set up a free reading. Thank you for writing reviews too, by the way, that makes me feel so good when I read them in a world where I just want to curl up and die and stay in bed all day. I love to dream read. of your squirrel grandbabies thriving. <laughs> next time we record, I may have already met one. Like they were born with the full moon two full moons ago. So they're ready to start coming out of the nest. Okay. So they're, yeah, they're, they're chomping at the bit probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, they're ready you know. to come down where the tutus I'm going to knit for them. All that. Oh happens. my God. In that Florida heat, they're going to yeah, we'll be, be dressing. Fall soon. You're going to be. Dr- <laughs> You're going to be dressing squirrels. Okay. Well, who knows? Um, who knows what the future holds here in the next few weeks? Who knows? Penny tried uh, to come in the house with me today. And I was like, I don't worry about the cats hurting her. I worry about her hurting the cat. Well, she's got those she's outside tough. claws. Yeah. I've seen her fight squirrels like twice her size. She will fuck a cat up. Yeah. I mean, squirrels have those. They're like indestructible. They're like indestructible oh claws because they can climb trees like it's nothing. You and should like, see my thighs from her. She scratches me all the time. And they have balance and they can get, I mean, that squirrel could mm-hmm. get in your house. You'll never be able to catch it ever. Oh, I love her. He will sit in the palm of my hand now. It's, this is seriously, if I had a bucket list and you told me I can only have five things on it, taming or being intimate with a squirrel, not sexy guys, obviously, but like intimate snuggles and whatnot. Being I'll intimate lie with down. a squirrel would be one of my <laughs> top five bucket lists. Um, Dad, and I, I would collect every flavor of soup that Campbell's has and I'd keep it in my <laughs> And when I'm being intimate with my squirrel. <laughs> that's what you sounded like. Look, like a hoarder, people, like a like a, a hoarder oh, of yeah. soup cans. Oh, it's weird. It's not normal, but it is also my my best case scenario for COVID quarantine. So, well, living no, my best quarantine. It's been fun life. to watch. It's been fun to watch. So, okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So that I think that'll do it. And now we're gonna jump over and do some secrets real quick um, for the patrons. Oh, yeah. So thank you to the patrons. Thank you, patreon.com backslash where the magic happens. You can find us over there. I think we can oh. probably change it to where it doesn't have to be an 18 or older. I think it's much easier to find for people if they just search for the podcast. Why is it 18, 18 and older? I think you set it up that way when you Oops. first. Because I don't, I, like, I didn't put my other one. I guess out. I was planning to show my boobs over there. I don't know. Yeah, this is, we're not doing an OnlyFans account um, over there. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget about OnlyFans. I mean, while so many people are doing it right now. Power to you. Power to it. Um, I was going to say too, oh, we're, we have book club coming up, I think, this, this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. The I Shaman just got the book. Like, um, it's a real I, quick read. Well, because I just got to my dad's house. So this is where it was waiting for me. So I'm too much. I love that we both read are- as much as I can quote staying with our parents yeah we're um, both at our parents house yeah it's, i think a lot of great. people are right now uh, there's an article i just read yesterday and it was like most people we're actually i think it's like mostly millennials right now but yeah so we're we aged out a little bit for it but still most people are home with their parents right now um you guys if you are in the 22 dollars tier of patreon join us for book club on i think it's this sunday it's on patreon um but even if you didn't read the book we're going to talk about how to journey and that's what this book is all about pretty much um, in, in the interesting thing about this book too is the the tie-in to NDEs and shamanism. So mm-hmm. if you're uh, in like trying to find the blueprint of 
you know, uh, psychedelic experiences and how so many people who used to be in psychedelics are now into journeying yeah. uh, through shamanism. And so it's, it's, an, it's, it's talking about getting like, you know, what's the word on demand access to yeah. the realm of. I of, will probably of never do ayahuasca because the shamanic journeying is just so I'm, I just see everything with that. You know, like why would I yeah. do ayahuasca and shit and so people cool. like crazy. Well, yeah, so let's jump over there and uh, tell some secrets. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, just don't forget. This shit is real.